When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Questions for AJ Cole, guys. Don't be shy. Uh, uh, adjusting to a new uh, long snapper, I guess this time of year, what can you guys do? How, how much work do you do? And how much different is it? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, it's still coming from an upside down human being, so that part's the same. Um, you know, there's just a lot of uh, reps we got to get in, you know, time to catch up, but that's what this time of year is for. I mean, the quarterbacks, the receivers, the O line, D line, everybody's going through the same thing right now. So uh, this time of year is sort of just a race to get better. So it's just between now and September, whatever our first game is, it's how many um, reps can we get together and how much trust can we have in each other. By the time we hit that first first field, the time it counts. Is it a trickier process as a, as a punter or the holder? Um, it's a good question. I, I think it's probably about the same. I mean, you know, he's, he's left-handed, so it's spinning the opposite way. But, I mean, besides that, like, it's still a long snap. It's still the same deal. So once, I mean, after, like, the first practice of getting used to it spinning the other way, it's kind of the same deal. AJ, I know this is probably more of a Daniel kind of a question, but as a fellow special teams player and somebody who uses your foot uh, to make an impact on the game, uh, the rule change that they had uh, were the fair catch on the kickoffs. Where do you fall uh, on that? Where it just seems like it's – Taking some strategy out of the game, uh, maybe needlessly so, rewarding a team 24 yards for somebody else doing their job. Where do you fall on that? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of unsure how teams are going to play it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it gets used, how it gets played. Um, I think it might add another wrinkle to the game that could make things a little bit more strategic. Um, there's going to be just some different, um, and I think it's going to be interesting too because how much our team's going to show their hand in preseason. You know, there's just a lot of different factors. So, um, you know, I don't know from a strategy perspective, that's not really my expertise necessarily. Um, you know, and I think sort of it's one of those things where I'm going to make the rules, I just got to play by them. So, um, just sort of not much you can do really. Yeah. How much fucking are you doing this time of year? Um, yeah, so I'd say this time of year I'm trying to get in three to four days out of the week, um, probably like seven days every two weeks. And, uh, you know, every time I go out, I'm probably kicking between 50 and 70 balls. Um, this time of year is sort of an opportunity to, like, try stuff, tinker with stuff. Like, during the season, you kind of have these, like, 
like I guess I call them like intrusive thoughts where you're like, what if I tried to do this? Or what if I tried to do that? But it's like, oh, we have a game in like 15 minutes. I probably shouldn't try that. So the off season's like the time to kind of like let those thoughts win a little bit and kind of like mess around with stuff and see if there's like little gaps and areas you can get better. And then it's kind of nice too, because you try those things and you're like, oh, that definitely doesn't work. Don't do that in a game. Um, so kind of an opportunity to experiment and, um, you know, just sort of uh, see, see what all you can get out of it, see how much you can maximize your potential. On the things that maybe do work out pretty well in practice, what's that conversation like with either your special teams coach or whoever the coach might be, and say, hey, by the way, I was just working on something, wanted to come talk to you about maybe implementing this. So like, you know when you're a kid and you're like shooting like hoops in the backyard or whatever, and you make like three or four in a row, and you go get your dad, and you're like, dad, come out here, I'm gonna show you something, and you miss like three right. in a row. That's kind of like how it goes a little bit. So if it's like, hey, I wanna try this, and then like dad shows up, and then you like miss three in a row, it's like, don't shoot those ever again. So it's, it's like, uh, yeah, you kind of bring it to them or bring whatever, ideas you have or some of it's technical stuff right it's like some of it's just like how you hold the ball your steps your tempo some of that is like stuff that you kind of can do on your own but yeah it's it's that's pretty much how it goes obviously you and uh, Dave were trying to get adjusted to Jacob on the field as the new long sniper but just outside of the field you know just your relationship personally how is that developing between you three yeah I mean we're, we spend a lot of time together right like everybody else is doing their own thing and it's usually just us three on the field close to you guys so you know we spend a lot of time together, we breakfast together, we lunch together, and so, um, yeah, just getting to know him, getting to learn about who he is, where he's from, all those things, um, and I think that's really important. I'm a big believer in like camaraderie, vibes, all that, and I think that translates to on-field production. So we're trying to get to know each other, and we're trying to, you know, just build as much chemistry as we can. With that being said, how surprising or jarring was it to, to lose Trent in the offseason? Uh, yeah, good question. I mean. You know, there's the human aspect of it. Trent's a great friend. Trent's, uh, I, I lived with Trent. Trent was a groomsman at my wedding. Um, and so it's a person you miss, it's a person you care about. Um, and so when you, when you get the news, like it's something that, you know, you realize like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, sit next to him on the plane anymore. I'm not gonna like have coffee with him every morning. And so there's the, you know, on-field part of it, which is, you know, he's a great long snapper, he's a great player. And then there's the human part of it too, which um, in a lot of ways hurts worse. Um, but, you know, I'm excited that he got an opportunity in Dallas. I think it's a great place for him, and I'm excited to see what he does with the rest of his career. On a personal level, a lot of you guys did get married during the offseason. AJ, Matthew, Dylan, Jermaine. What, what was that like, kind of, did you guys all know that that was happening? And has it been kind of interesting to talk about in the locker room since you guys came back from the offseason? Yeah, it was definitely the season of weddings, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, like a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of talk about, like, what, what wedding band are you wearing? Like, what, are you using the silicone band when you work out? Like, are you, you know, are you going with the metal ring on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, a lot of talk about that. Um, yeah, it was cool to kind of go through that and like everybody kind of have that experience and get to go to some of them and just sort of, um, yeah, just kind of like cherish that moment. It's cool to see, especially like with a guy like Max, the guy that I came in with, we both were really young guys and now both of us like married max has a kid like you know it's cool to go through life with people right it's cool to watch them develop it's cool to watch them grow and um that's an awesome thing to see anytime you see um someone you care about have like a pretty significant life change um it's really special and it's awesome to watch and be a part of what level of, of involvement did you have in planning the wedding and did you have to walk that fine line of agreeing but making sure you were engaged with the whole thing and all that but letting her basically have a final say. Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. I was probably, 
I was probably involved about as much as you would expect, but <laughs> the thing is, is you know, have you seen the Mike Leach thing about it? Mike Leach yes, captures actually. it absolutely perfectly. Yeah. I mean, there's the questions of like, what font should we put on the invitations, right. and there's the questions like that, and then you know, they want you to think about it, and they want you to have a good answer, but they don't want you to just say something, and it's like, are you just agreeing with me to agree with right. me, or is this what you really think? And you know, some of it was really cool because some of it I didn't know at all, and I just showed up on the day of the wedding, and I was like, oh, this looks great, like this is awesome, like very fun. Um, but you know, like the worst part of the wedding is getting the RSVPs in. The worst part of the wedding is like texting everybody and being like, hey, just following back, seeing so if you've had a chance to submit your RSVP yet. And it's like the generic message that my wife typed out that I just copied and pasted to all my friends. And I just added at the end, like, this wasn't me. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like that part was kind of brutal. Um, and right now we're really struggling through the thank you notes. I mean, we are extremely uh, you know, appreciative of everybody, but boy, is that a chore. I mean, you want to make them personal, you want to make them funny, but at the same time too, it's like, you know, you got to get through a lot. Yeah. So Thanks that's the toaster. Like, yeah, I mean, it never, it never ends. It never ends. Um, and my handwriting is atrocious too, so I'm having to go really slow, and like my thumb hurts all the time. It's really a process. Can you give us the wedding power rankings for the offseason? The wedding power rankings, like yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into that, but I mean, yeah, that's that's. I don't need that. That's comparisons to Viva Joy. We don't need to do that. They were all phenomenal. Who was the worst dancer? Oh, it's probably me. A lot of people would probably say me. I probably, uh, like, you know the things outside the gas station that, like, you know, they blow up and they kind of, like, do like that? Yeah, like, that's that's, a, that's how sort of I dance a little bit. Uh, I try and take up a lot of volume, really. Uh, I've never been on a dance floor and nobody known about it. Uh, I make my presence very stated, which I'm sure you can... Um, believe. Uh, so yeah, it's just a lot of flailing limbs. Like I got long arms, long legs. You know, it's, it's, it's a dangerous place to be. You could easily catch a stray elbow. That's it, guys? <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa. Whoa.